They're coming to get you, Hosehead. Oh, take off! <laughs> take off! They are not! episode of the Retro Junkie Super Show Winging It. I'm your host, Landon, and with me as always is the ghoulish delight, <laughs> the the boogeyman from, ah, I can't think of anything else, Rob Luther. <laughs> oh, spooky. I, yeah. I think I'm a ghoulish delight. <laughs> You're a ghoulish delight, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, this is, uh, what, part two of our Halloween Winging It Retro Junkie Spooktacular. Ooh. 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 There's like the, the canned lightning. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got to edit that in the show, eh? <laughs> well, Landon, it's good to talk to you again. I know it's been a... Yeah, uh, too. I think it's been like two weeks since we recorded, huh? Yeah, I think it has. We uh, I did the Mutant League thing here last week, and check it out if you haven't yet. That was kind of an intentional pick for Halloween with monsters and goblins and trolls in that game. So. Well, you know, I watched it, and I, I loved it. I forgot to tell you that I've, I, you know, I've been it's so busy this week. I loved your uniform, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes, my my wife did my makeup on that. For me. Oh yeah, I love the I love the paint under the eyes. That was great. Made me look scary. <laughs> well, you're intimidating anyway. For listeners, for those of you who don't know, Landon is like what? How tall are you? Six seven. Six seven. Landon's a big old boy. He's a good right. old boy too. Big old boy. <laughs> Not as big as the immortal uh, Hulkula, but pretty close. Well, sure, sure. Well, no one's no one's as big and as scary as him, except uh, for maybe uh, Dusty Rebo. Dusty Rebo says, uh, "I'm gonna take the Hulkula to the woodshed, baby." <laughs> It's like I took the Paul Hossman. You're going to give him the bionic elbow. Give him the bionic elbow. So, yeah, it's good to uh, record on actual Halloween. It's Saturday. It's it's October 31st. Uh, and we're recording. This is the, gosh, this is the one of the only Halloweens I remember actually on a Saturday for quite some time. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to have that. It's, it's, it makes it, it extra spooky. Ooh. Oh. You can And you can party extra hard at your Halloween parties, too. Yeah. <laughs> And by the way, I have no plans whatsoever. I'm pretty much just staying at the house. I was thinking about reading, uh, reading some books today. That's how, uh, that's how fun I am. Eh, it's okay. That's what happens when you're an adult. I'm gonna go trick or treating with the kid and oh, nice. In, and then go into work. <laughs> yeah, I hate you gotta work, man. That that stinks, eh? That's uh, okay. Jeez. Well, what is uh, what is little Lola dressed up as this year? She's dress- dressing up as Princess Sophia from Sophia the First. Oh, nice, nice. She excited? She uh, she asked me yesterday, where's my candy? And I'm like, you get it tomorrow. <laughs> where's my candy? Yeah, because they had trick-or-treating at her little uh, preschool she goes to. and she, oh, cool. wore, she wore a little cat outfit and was a little kitty cat. And she had all this big bag of candy. And I'm like, oh, Dad needs to take a look at that and make <laughs> sure it's uh, you know safe to eat. Oh, yeah. Definitely unsafe. I better take it off. Yeah, those butterfingers look a little unsafe, and we'll have to take them off. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's excited. She's again. She's been asking where the candy's at all day. So oh, cool, man. Yeah, I can't wait to do that with my son. You know, next year I can't wait to dress him up. I, I'm debating on what kind of costume I'm going to get him. Hmm. We could go the scary route. Like he could be like a baby Dracula, <gasps> baby Hulkula, baby Hulkula. There you go. Get him a do rag and a little mustache. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, he'd be the uh, or you know we could do baby Dusty Rebo. Dusty baby. Baby Rebo, he just needs some cowboy boots and some tights, baby. <laughs> he could give you a, a mini bionic elbow. He, he would. He'd knock you out, too. <laughs> if you didn't give him the right candy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could do that, or we could go the, you know, the, the funny route. He could be Niche Turtle. He could be Yoda. 
I don't know. I have so many possibilities, and it makes me excited for trick-or-treating again. You'll probably just do like every other person does and does a pumpkin. Pumpkins on little kids are always cute. <laughs> he could be a baby candy corn. Baby, I like baby candy corn. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, a baby corn. I think Lola, and I asked her this the other day. I said, well, Lola, you know, Halloween's next year. You're going to be bigger. Who do you want to be for Halloween next year? She looked around, and she said, uh, Boba Fett. And I'm like, <gasps> I like that. You can be Boba Fett. Oh, that's awesome. She could be Baby Fett. Baby Fett. I like it. I force is strong with that little girl. I always knew that. Oh, yeah. She She's uh, gotten to where she likes watching the Clone Wars cartoons now on Netflix. Oh, cool. Are they still on Netflix? They are. They've got, like, the first five seasons and part of the part of six that they finished, I think. Oh, man. Hey, speaking of which, uh, Star Wars, have you gotten the tickets yet? No, I've not. I've not either. I've not either. Uh, where, are you, where do you even want to go? Do you want to go to uh, the theater around your way, or you want to come my way, or it doesn't matter. We we need to make an event of it. We need to make like a weekend. Maybe we go see the movie, and then afterwards we all uh, hang out somewhere. I don't know. I, I'd be down for that. Yeah, we maybe we go to Stan's, eh? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> see good old Stan. Uh, oh yeah, yeah the the crusty curmudgeon that he is. He don't he doesn't like that uh, Trek Wars. He he hates it. <laughs> That's what he calls it, Trek Wars with those Don you know, Trek Wars. Those Don Trek Wars, you know, with uh, with Darth Spock and uh, Captain Skywalker and uh, Lieutenant uh, Organa. Yeah, you know the chick with the buns in her hair. <laughs> I like how uh, I like how Stan kind of sounds like uh, Mick Vicker from. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Well, so Hoser, um, have you been up to anything retro this week? Not really. I've been fighting a cold, and I know you have been too. Yeah. So I've not really done a whole lot retro. Yeah, you know, I really haven't either. Uh, I got, I had a cold last week. As a matter of fact, my wife and I, we, we got uh, partial season tickets to the uh, Knoxville Ice Bears. And the Ice Bears, if you're not familiar, they're a uh, minor league hockey team, part of the uh, Southern Professional Hockey League. And, uh, man, Lane and I, we've been to dozens of games. I'd love to go. It's it's something that we do every year. It's an event, man. <clears throat> it is. It's so fun. It's so fun. And uh, it was the season opener, and it was cool. They raised the banner and everything. It was great because they won the championship last year. Well, anyways, halfway through the game, I started feeling horrible. I had a splitting headache. Ooh. I just looked over at my wife and said, honey, can we go home? And I never do that. Never. What's wrong with you? That's a hockey I know. game, man. I know. That's when I knew I was sick because they were blasting that music. I was like, oh, my head. I mean, I couldn't even enjoy it. So I, I, I got home and pretty much just passed out on the couch. And then uh, Sunday, I just kind of rested all day. And all throughout the week, it's just been a busy week at work. And uh, all I've really done is uh, uh, read a little bit. I, I finished The Giver Quartet. I finished, uh, or I just started a, a Christian novel called The Reason, which is really good. And uh, and I've also started Harry Potter. Never read any of the what? Harry Potter books. I know. I've never read any of the books. I'm never disappointed seen... in you. I never I... knew that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never read any of the books. Never seen any of the movies. So it's a complete clean slate for me. You'll so, like it. You'll like I, it. I figured, you know, 10 years – or well, no, gosh, 20 years later? When did the yeah. season come, or series come out? 97? Yeah, 97. So nearly 20 years, yeah. Golly, can you believe that? Nearly 20 years already. And I'm just now like, oh, I've heard Harry Potter's good. <laughs> you disappoint me. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, so, that's one of my favorite book series of all time. I love it. I guess Harry Potter could be considered retro now, right? At least the first he could, one. He could be. Yeah. 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 You know. You know. A lot of people, they especially the gamers, they kind of consider you know the retro era, you know, beginning right around, um, I guess, the PlayStation era, which was like ninety five, ninety six. So yeah, around so that time, it could fit in. <laughs> so, uh, 
So yeah, so that's really all I've been up to. I've not really played any video games. I did play my Vectrex a little bit uh, a couple days ago. Just kind of turned it on, played a little bit of um, uh, Mindstorm, and that was fun. Uh, but yeah, other than that, really not done much of anything. I uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you played a little bit of Minesweeper on your Vectrex. Yeah, Minesweeper. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, but that was a fun game. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Actually, before we get started on our main topic today, we got a couple emails, Landon. Yay! Yay! Yeah, people like us, eh? People like us, and we're getting closer to the to the minimum 10 to find out who's going to win the game. That is very true. That is very true. Yeah, uh, let's see. We are at, let me count them, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Ooh, we're at 9. We need one more. One more email, guys. Yeah, so uh, first one is from Nick DeMarco. He actually sent us two, and we counted both of his, so that works. Yeah. Uh, he says, hey there, hosers, especially you, Rob. Uh, was messing around with GarageBand and some sound effects and made a creepy Halloweenish bumper. If it's horrible, feel free to throw it in the rubbish bin and tell me to stick to writing. If you like <laughs> it, please send, uh, please send the check in the mail. I kid, I kid. You can use PayPal. <laughs> okay. Sweet. So he did record us a bumper. I've not gotten to hear it yet, so we'll go ahead and uh, put that in the introduction of the show, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Oh, and he also sent us another message. Uh, and this is about uh, something I mentioned. I think it was either the last episode or the skating rink episode. I was talking about how his store, he's got a, uh, uh, a, it's a physical store, and it's also you know, a store he sells a lot of his games online as well, called Nick D's Video Game Balt. Balt. Jeez, I can't talk, eh? Balt. <laughs> Double fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's also got a store uh, that sells video games. Uh, he's also, you know, he's always got some great deals and stuff. It's called Nick D's Video Game Vault. And it's on Facebook. You can check it at facebook.com slash Vault. And here's what he says in the email. Captain Shiny Teeth and Slam Master of the Chicken Biscuit. <laughs> I, I did message you, Robert Peabody Luther, about the correct sale dates at Nick D's Video Game Vault. But to clarify, Saturday and Sunday, November 28th and 29th, buy one, get one 50% off on all games. The second game must be of equal or lesser value. All consoles and handhelds are 15% off. Oh, wow. uh, we are also currently doing a weekly vault riddle contest where I post a riddle about one of the many items that will be on sale that weekend. If you message us through the business page with the correct answer, you get your name entered in the drawing for $20 gift certificate, which can be used during the sale. Only one answer, and w only one answer, and once you answer a riddle correctly, you're no longer eligible to answer for future riddles. So, uh, and then he provides the link. That's the one I shared. You know, Facebook.com Nick slash Nick D's Video Game Vault. He says. Have a good day, hostheads. You guys are quality human beings. Even if one of you didn't know what a power-based converter was as a host <laughs> of a show about the Sega Genesis or who Mac Tonight was. Good luck, Landon. Oh, and you're all right too, Luther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, it's true. I'll tell you, I am. I feel so unworthy to be part of, you know, any video game podcast because I really don't know a lot about video games. I play them. I love them. I love to play them. I love to enjoy them. But as far as knowledge goes. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty bad. It's okay. You're, you're here. You're here to learn under the uh, the learning tree, boy. That's right. That's right. See, that's why you carry me on this show. That's why <laughs> Nick uh, Stevens and Aaron Hickman and now Josh Witt carry me on Genesis Gems, and you know Josh Witt carries me on Turtle Flakes. So see, Josh is pulling double duty, man. I know. I know. God bless him. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So definitely check out Nick's sale. Sounds like he's always got a lot of good. Uh, Merchandise. I've I've bought a lot of stuff from him. I I know. Um, I got a good copy of Ghostbusters for the Genesis off of him. Oh, were you the one that got me a copy of that? I did. You're a good man. Was that through uh, Nick's store? 
No, that was actually through the Retro Gamer in Canton. Oh, oh, we wow. had that come in in a uh, in a box lot. Oh man, I love that game. Hey, maybe we talk about that here in a minute. Woo. No, that's a good one. Uh, and that was actually one of my first Sega Genesis games. Uh, I remember it was Ghostbusters, Roger Clemens MVP Baseball, and Sonic Two. Those are my my first three Genesis games. Three pretty good games. I never played Roger Clemens, but it looks like a fun game. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. The only thing I didn't like about it was the repetitive music. Oh, they play it over and over again. And I was, and of course, as a kid, I was horrible at it. So you know, I'd always get upset. Because I really wanted to like the game. I really wanted to be good, but I'd always lose. <laughs> so, well, that's okay. I always lose, too, and I'm still and I'm adult, an adult now. So. Yeah, yeah, me too, eh? Me too. I know. We're even worse now. Yeah. <laughs> we know we stink now. <laughs> right, that's true. We're, we've become self-aware. That's right. All right, and then our last email is from uh, one of our friends, Jesse. Um, and I think he wrote us a review on iTunes, too. Uh, but it says here, uh, in the subject line, the best podcast in the world. Hey. Wow! <laughs> Thank you, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, we we were the uh, hoserist podcast in the world, you know. Yay. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's really us, eh? We we wing it every time. Hoser made and hoser approved. Yeah, yeah. And he says, "Awesome show! I'm so happy I ran in your podcast. Please keep up the good work and keep the shows coming." So Jesse, thank you so much, man. That really means a lot to us. Uh, we we uh, you know we we love doing it. We we are by no means really that good at what we do we just love to talk about games we're just regular guys that love to do that and uh man it's just feedback like that is so cool because we really have no idea who's listening so exactly. when we yeah when we get something positive like that it just kind of validates everything that we're doing so thanks a lot man that really meant a lot to us got us fired up buddy yeah that's right that's right so fired up that i think i want to get some wings now eh hey good segue all right <laughs> well let's go Oh, no, man. How are we going to get the stands? We're out of gas. What? I thought you were supposed to fill the car up before we left. Well, I thought you were supposed to fill the car up, eh? Maybe, but that's besides oh, the you, you, I rely on you to do one thing, and look what you do. Yeah, I pocket the money and run. Oh, you hoser. You're, you're saving enough for more wings, eh? Yeah, I was, I was going to surprise you and be like, hey, how'd you get more wings in me this week? <laughs> <laughs> you sold some stuff to Billy and 4C. Yeah, I sold some stuff to Billy and 4C and also recycled some cans. Oh, great. Now we got to walk. And the exercise will do us some good, you know. We don't want to get too pudgy from eating so many wings. Right, yeah. But the only thing is, it's Halloween, man. I'm, I'm kind of, it's kind of creepy out here. Oh, are you being a big scaredy cat again? I'm not scared. I'm not... Wait a minute. Who is that? That... Why, why is this guy randomly walking by a cemetery like that? They're coming to get you, Homestead. Oh, take off! <laughs> take off! They are not! Oh, oh they are, too. Oh, jeez, well... They're going to take you away with them, and then nobody will ever see oh, you again. Oh, take off. I've, you don't know. Oh, I oh. know. It's like that time we, we went to the guy's barn, and he said there was candy in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus, come towards us. Ah! Hey, hey, get off my friend. Take off, you hoser. Brains. Oh, take off. You're not getting any of ours. Let's go to the stands, eh? Uh, there's no brains here anyway. <laughs> All right, hoser, let's get in here. Super Show, winning it, where if we don't like what you have to say, we feed you to the crows.
Oh man, how scary. Ugh. So anyway, oh, man, look out behind you, Rob. What? There's the biggest zombie of them all. Ah, get out of here. It's just a Halloween costume. Oh, jeez, it's just Stan. Jeez, he's scary <laughs> enough, though. Yeah, he always looks like a zombie. <laughs> he always smells like one, too. Yeah, I think he's just old. Yeah. Yeah, jeez, and a hoser. <laughs> get out of here before I turn you into the wings. <laughs> really, you're going to turn us into wings, dude? Yeah. Jeez, let's get this guy something else. Anyways, let's grab a seat, eh? All right. All right, so hoser. Uh, for, for today's topic, uh, would you like to explain it? Sure. Uh, on today's show, we are going to talk about our favorite scary video games. But before we get started, we're going to talk about some uh, some Halloween memories, some uh, some Halloween costumes that kind of stood out to us as we were growing up. And, mm -hmm. and, and then from the Halloween costumes, we'll get into the games and then the listener feedback. And the spooktacular will be done for another year. Yeah, yeah, geez. So you won't have to put up with another spooky episode till a year from now. I mean, heck, the first one when you about got uh, attacked by Freddy. Well, actually, the really scary part was there was no wings. Yeah. And then uh, just now, on our way over here, we got attacked by some kind of zombie. I know. It's like we always get attacked by stuff. I know. Can't people just leave us alone? All we want to, all we want to do is have wings. Nobody's helpful. Nobody wants yeah. to help us. Yeah. You know what? All I want to do is have some fun, and I got a feeling I'm not the only one. But. <laughs> All right, Cheryl, Rob, Rob Crow, <laughs> Rob Crow. Oh, so Hoser. So uh, Lane and I, we love we love Halloween. We love kind of dressing up. We love uh, candy and everything. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, what was, was some of your like Halloween memories? You know, you, are there any costumes that you really kind of that stood out in your childhood that you remember wearing? The biggest one that stood out to me, and my mom has a picture of this, and I need to get the picture and put it on our our web page just to show that it happened. I had a full-body Pee Wee Herman Halloween <laughs> costume with the mask and the little, uh, like, tuxedo and bow tie and everything. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Well, I'm jealous, eh? I had that. I'm trying to think of some more that I have that was really good. You, so you were, you were a big uh, Pee Wee Herman fan, weren't you? Oh, my gosh, yes. I still love Pee Wee Herman. See, I was a little creeped out by Pee Wee when I was a kid. I don't know why. I just, some of the stuff... It has a it has a Tim Burton vibe to it. It does. That's it. That's it. That's a good way to put it because, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just got like a little bit of a gothic atmosphere to it, at least to me. I don't know why. I loved it. I loved it as a kid. And I even dressed up as him and I could do impersonations of him. And Wow. Can, can you still do it? <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, that's horrible. That was great. Oh, sweet. Well, oh, that's awesome, man. So were you, were you anybody else for Halloween? Uh, I, I oscillated, you know, between like the classics like Jason and a monster and a skeleton. And probably the best one I did, and it was kind of cool, was I had uh, some camouflage and like a skeleton mask. Uh-huh. And I bloodied the skeleton mask up real good and Ooh. Like, made it look like a puncture wound. And I was a guy who had shot himself hunting. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I had on the orange vest, but I had, like, put fake blood all over it and everything and made it look like I'd bled out on it. <laughs> that, scared, that hunter ain't coming back. Scared my sister to death. She was, like, two years old at the time, and, like, she wouldn't come near me. Oh, man. Jeez, yeah. Gosh, you know, I remember when your sister was, like, real, real little. Yeah, she's all grown up and everything. So, grown up, I remember um, her room was, like, by the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, I, th I think the first few times uh, she, you and I were hanging out, I remember the she she uh, you must have told her my name. She was like, every time she sees me, she go, "Hey Rob." Yeah, she still does, and I was like, "Hey Rob." 
Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and she was, gosh, I remember she had all Disney stuff in her room. It's like, man, how it's, a, it's incredible how fast time flies because we were in high school then, and she was what? Uh, elementary or maybe? Yeah, she was like between five and seven, I think, at that time. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Good, good kid. Good kid. Good, good kid. Good <laughs> ask for a better sis. Absolutely, absolutely. I like her. And she's a Star Wars fan now, so that's that's always. Oh, a she's a big Star Wars fan. I think her and I are going to go the Friday before. Oh, are and, you? Yeah, and then go watch it again, and again, uh, well, and again, and again, and again. Well, I tell you what, you know, you, you better you better invite me, eh? Well, you can come if you want to. Oh, of course. If I, if I can get a ticket, I'd love that. Friday the eighteenth, I'll buy you. I'll buy you a ticket, and if you don't come, we'll just sell it to somebody in line. <laughs> hey, that'd be great. You think you can get a ticket? Yeah, it's not really sold out here in Asheville. Wow, I'm, and they've I'm got surprised. they've got it on one of the IMAX 3D screens here too. Oh my goodness! Oh, dude, if you get me a ticket, I will be happy to pay you back plus some, and I'll definitely be there. I'll Whatever, take off. You'll have to buy me wings at stands from deal now until eternity. Oh no way! I can't afford that. Even though, truthfully, uh, you know, you and I—that's all we do. We save up enough money per week to just buy wings on Saturdays. Eh? Exactly. You know, that's that's all we live for. How do you afford those wings? And it's like, well, it's not easy. You've got to work. Yeah, you know, I'm, we're a working man. Yeah, we're working man. I recycle cans and garbage, and and I collect spores, molten fungus. That's right, Egon. You do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, well, that's pretty sweet, man. About the hunter uh, costume. Yeah. And then I did Sting one year. I had one of those Sting masks. If you can get it, like a WCW event, the crow mask. Oh, that's awesome. And I colored it red. Oh. And made it look like NWO Red Sting. This is probably one of the greatest Halloween pranks that I've ever done. Uh-huh. Like, you remember, you remember my cousin Michael, right? Ah, uh, Michael. Oh, yeah, Michael Aiken. Aiken. Yeah, of course. Aiken, yeah, dude. You know Michael. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were at my uncle's house, and he was next to the highway. And what we did whenever we saw a car coming, like, we could see them coming before they could see us. Mm-hmm. I would run down the hill and tackle him <laughs> and get, like, a tree branch and act like I was beating him with it when people <laughs> would drive by. And I would look at the people and, like, shake the tree branch at them. <laughs> And get this, the cops were called. Are you serious? Yeah, somebody called and said, oh my gosh, you gotta get to, to such and such roads. There's this dude, and he's beating the snot out of this one guy, and I think he killed him. <laughs> and like, the cops come, and me and Aiken like, go up in the woods, and we're looking around, you know, and they're looking for us. We just kind of lay flat and throw some leaves over our head before they get there, so they can't see us. Oh my gosh, you were a thug. And then they drove off. We weren't thugs, we were just kids <laughs> on Halloween. And they drove off, and he's like, Dude, we gotta do that again, and we did it again, and then the, they showed back up, and you got caught that time. No, we didn't get caught that time because we left. Like we told his mom, we're like, "Hey, we're ready to go," and she's like, "Yeah, it's getting late. We better go." Just as soon as we pulled out of there, like the cops show up. <laughs> They're like, uh, "Yeah, we just got a report that there were some uh, some guy beating some dude out here with a tree branch. Have you seen it?" And I said, "Well, I don't know." I said, "But that tree branch is right over there. If y'all want to go take a look at it." They went over and we left. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's awesome. That was a cool. That was a cool trip. Oh cool man! Well, well, my stories aren't near as good as yours. I, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the the people I was when I was real little. I remember, um, I remember I was a Ninja Turtle. I remember I was uh, Donatello for I think two or three years in a row because he was my favorite Ninja Turtle growing up. And I, that's I a th- good one. Yeah, and I remember long, long time ago, in my dad's basement, I was going through some stuff. I was probably a teenager then. And I found that old costume. Uh, oh, cool! It was in yeah one of the old uh, decoration boxes. And you know, my dad, you know, just like Christmas, he went all out for decorations on Halloween too. So, uh, you know, he had a whole bunch of boxes in the basement. I remember seeing that costume, and I remember seeing an Egon costume. 
Uh, I was Egon for a year, and it was it wasn't Egon from the movie. It was the Egon from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. With the weird so, hair. <clears throat> yeah, right, right. And I had um, I had what was it? Uh, I think a proton pack that came with it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I remember being that for a year, and then I remember being a bum for a year. That was kind of cool because I remember it was when we first moved to Deffert. I guess my parents, they wanted to make their own costume for me, which was really cool. And uh, they found this old business suit, got it all scratched up. I had like a little um, stick with, uh, you know, my, my lunch <laughs> in it. Uh, it, I, it was cool. It was a nice touch. And I, my face was all dirty and nasty, and I had a torn up hat. And uh, that was fun. I remember that, that costume. And then I, I really got into scary stuff around the mid-90s, so I always wanted to be scary people. You know, so I think I was Jason a few years. I think I was Michael Myers for a year. I remember I was the Grim Reaper for a year. That was fun. I had, little, I had a little sickle. And I loved to go to the party stores, like the Party City or, you know, this, oh, all, yeah. the, all the costume stores uh, during that time because I loved to see all the scary stuff. And I'd want to – I'd beg my mom for, like, a you know, to get one of the rats or something like that just to put in my room. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I want a pet rat. Yeah, yeah, you know, all, all sorts of stuff. Anything scary I was all about when I was a kid. You know, I was intrigued. I was a little, little afraid, but I was intrigued at the same time. That rat's coming closer. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just your imagination. Yeah, you, you're all right. The rat's in the bed. Ah! <laughs> but, I, you know, as far as trick-or-treating, I think one of the best times I think I had trick-or-treating, it was, it was at, for some reason, it was after my parents were split up. I think it was, it might have been on a Saturday because it was, um, my dad would watch us on the weekends. And I think we went... I don't know. It was like one of the last times I ever went, you know, formally trick-or-treating. And we went around Dad's neighborhood, uh, and I remember stocking up. I like I had I had two you know, pillowcases full of candy and stuff. Nice. And I, was, I was with all my friends, but I can't even remember what I dressed up as that year. But I remember that being a particularly good one. And then we watched, uh, oh gosh, what was that movie? Oh, An American Werewolf in London afterwards. And oh. it scared me. <laughs> you should have watched Elvira. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's a terrifying movie, but yeah. Other than that, not really mu- been much to much of specific, you know, trick or treating memories or anything like that. But I do remember some of my costumes, and the, the ones that stand out the most is probably the Egon and Donatello costume. And I think I was other. I think I was other turtles as well. I think I was. Uh, Le- I was definitely Leonardo. I'm not sure if I was ever Michelangelo uh, or Ra- Raphael, but I, you know, it's definitely Donnie and Leo. That's, those are two good choices. And you know, it's it's funny is to this day like. My favorite Ninja Turtle back then was Donatello. I think now it's either Leo or Mikey, based on the comics and, uh, you know, some of the other things I've read from them. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, kind of cool. So about the video games, man. Yeah. What, what, what were some of the games that scared you a lot? Resident Evil 2 is the one that comes to mind every time. It scared the crap out of me. It had a lot of really good jump scares and a really good, like, creepy atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there any particular scene? Evil- Resident Evil 1 kind of scared me, too, but not as bad. Well, I, you know, Resident Evil 1, for me, uh, was the first kind of really scary game for me. Like, I remember yeah. uh, my neighbor had it first. His name's Dave. And uh, he had a big screen TV. You know, one of the heavy ones, you know, one of the, 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 the ones that will knock you out if you try to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had a big screen TV, and he had a sound system hooked up to it. And he had just gotten the PlayStation, uh, I think, like... He was one of the guys, you know, he would get a system when it just came out. And then uh, I know when Resident Evil just came out, he got it for that. And I remember watching him play, 
and I remember the first scene with the zombie chewing up that one guy and then slowly turning yeah. around. And that horrified me. I was like, oh, gosh. But I couldn't look away. It was like a train wreck, you know? And the fact that it used, like, real people in it, too, kind of made it a little scarier to me, too. The, oh, the, yeah. The actors, I mean, they were horrible, yes, but for, like, a, you know, 11, 12, 13-year-old kid, that's... Some spooky dookie, so to say. <laughs> well, it felt like you were playing a movie. It really did when, it, yeah. when you first watched it. And uh, I remember there was one particular scene. Uh, it's where the snake was in the fireplace, and it comes slithering out of the fireplace. And, uh, and I remember Dave, he's trying to shoot. He's trying to get away and stuff, but he was low on health. And the snake finally, uh, you know, bites her, throws her up in the air, and just starts gobbling her down. You see all this blood, like, spraying all over the screen and says, you are dead. Yeah. And I remember that horrified me. I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, like, the the game over scene in that game, like, I would turn the, the PlayStation off before watching it. It freaked me out so bad. When oh, I, was I know it. I believe it, man. And, and, uh, and, you know, it scared me so much that when I saw that, and that was all in one day when I saw that, we went home, and I, I got to thinking there was a snake under my bed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was like, uh... And I was older then. I was probably around 11, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a good age to play those games because it's it's scary enough to scare the pants off of you. Yeah, it's like I knew it wasn't real, but yet I still... It was spooky. It was, it was late at night, and your mind starts playing tricks on you, and I was like, oh, man, there's probably something under my bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, now that... The Resident Evil games, the second one... Uh, the second one is great. The second I one's probably... The second one and the fourth one are probably my two favorites. The fourth one's just, it's not, the fourth one wasn't as scary. But it's the, more action. It's action. Porn. Exactly. They, they kind of revamped this, the series, kind of retweaked it, and, and it was great. Uh, but the second one was still kind of survival Ooh. horror. You want to describe some scenes that kind of creeped you oh out of Oh my gosh. The, the, probably the one that kind of starts you off being scared is when you're in the gun shop with the guy. The owner. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. they bust through the windows. Like, you see them, and you see the glass kind of shaking, and you're like, man, I hope that window holds out. And you take, like, two steps towards the, the trigger point, and, like, it busts open. Oh, There's yeah. There's zombies, and the guy's like, you run, I'll hold them off. And then, like, you see him just get annihilated. Yeah, yeah, you see him torn apart. Oh, gosh. The police station was what creeped me out the most in it. Oh, I remember the piano theme. Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That game's music is what... Really, the atmosphere and the music is what made it scary. It wasn't the fact that, oh, there's these deformed monsters and zombie people after you. It was the, the atmosphere. I agree. And, you know, sometimes it was the silence. Yes. You knew when you were going to get it uh, if, if all of a sudden the music just stops. And I'll tell you what else I liked about that game, too. I'm sorry to cut you off. It was the, the doors when it would load. Yeah, yeah, that's a clever way to do a loading screen, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you would open it. And it would, like, zoom in, and there would be zombies waiting on you on the other side. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I screamed, dude, I screamed like a little girl the first time that happened. You know, you're used to the to the doors, the loading screens opening, and like, oh, it's just transition between rooms. But in, in 2, it was a transition into another level, yeah, but there were real life, you know, not real life, but zombies behind some of the doors sometimes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Remember the liquors? I hated the liquors. That, yeah. That's what stands out to me about that game is the interrogation room where you go in to get the key and there's the two-way mirror. Oh, I forgot about that. And yeah. the liquor jumps out from behind the two-way mirror and, like, pins you down and is trying to, like, lick you or tongue you or whatever it does. Trying to give you a smooch, eh? 
Well, you know, what's cool about Resident Evil 2 also, I mean, besides the intro cutscenes, where you've got, you know, Leon and Claire, and, you know, they, they both have two stories. Uh, and it's cool because you can play the first disc was Leon, the second disc was Claire, I think. Yeah. And you play as Leon, you see his point of view, and then you see Claire's, and you see her point of view, and when they run into each other. But uh, the game starts out, when you finally get done with the cutscenes, which are, were great, from what I remember. Like, I remember the truck scene, with yeah. the zombie truck driver. Oh, it's terrifying. Uh, but when you finally start playing, you have to run right away. Because yeah. you have these zombies that are uh, engulfed in flames chasing you, and you have to dodge your way around them just to make your way to the uh, police station. Uh, or actually, the, the uh, shop, I guess, the gun shop. So... Yeah. Uh, so, that... so immediately you are on the run, which is a great way to start off the game. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I died right at the beginning of the game because y you're not used to starting off that fast. You yeah, know? You can't, and you can't stand and fight because you know your ammo is limited, and there's a certain amount of ammo packs strewn throughout the game. Oh yeah, yeah, and it kind of reminds me of. Um, X-Men for Genesis, like, when you first... I think it was the second one, Clone Wars. When yeah. you first cut it on, the game immediately starts. You know, you're like, oh, gosh, I, gotta, I better hurry. And you're a random character. Right. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, and every time you reset, it was a different one. Um, but, yeah, it, it starts off the same way with Resident Evil. It's like, it throws you right out there, and that's a great way to set the tone for survival horror because it throws you. you out there, and you got to figure it out as you go. So, and then I remember... Um, oh, gosh. Some of the other villains in that, yeah, that game, like... Uh, there was a real tall guy. Remember, and he would just kind of randomly come out every now and then and try to attack you? And he would just walk toward you? What was his name? I don't know name? who you're talking about. I can't remember. It wasn't Tyrant, was it? Because Tyrant was another Resident Evil, I think. Yeah, Tyrant was in... He was the main boss in the first one. Uh, but, gosh, what was his name? I remember it was like a random, like, regular name for, like, a person. It was William Birkin, because he was the, the scientist who developed the, the virus, and then... Like, he injected it into himself, and it turned him into the, like, the main boss of the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see if I can find him. And then he, like, apparently injected it into his little girl, and part of Claire's mission is to get the antidote to her. And... Oh, you know what, buddy? You were right. It was Tyrant. Was it? Yeah, you were right. Uh, it says here, This mysterious man will follow you around the RPD building in the second scenario. His intentions are unclear, but he doesn't hold back when you encounter him. So... Yeah, and it looks just like him. He's got the the suit on and everything, so that's cool. him. That's creepy. Sweet, spooky. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Any other games come uh, stand out to you there, Hosehead? Uh, I've not really played too many other scary, scary games. I'll tell you a game I like that pays tribute to scary games, and we've done an episode on it. Is Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Oh, I love that game. I love that game. It's like yeah. every campy B horror movie that you can think of thrown into one game. Yeah, yeah, I totally, totally. And you can kill them with squirt guns. I love that. Yeah, and I love how you can, you know, pick and choose who's gonna, who's gonna live, who's gonna die. Uh, yep. And that's a ridiculously hard game. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, you know, games like that, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, would be extremely successful now because you think of iPads and stuff you can oh do gosh, so yes. much with you know I could see a game like that in that style especially the campy horror style as an app you know yep you know I mean you think of Plants vs. Zombies you think of um, gosh I'm trying to I'm blanking on some others but I could see that game being very very popular now I don't know yeah. you may be on something yeah I wish I wish but uh, yeah Zombies Ain't My Neighbors is a good one I remember uh, my first experience with Castlevania and yeah. uh, 
I was at my neighbor's house in, this was when I was real, real young, uh, I think it was in Gloucester City, and I was probably only about four or five, and they had a Christmas party next door to my dad's house, and um, Chris was uh, my neighbor's son, uh, and he was my age, he had a Nintendo in his basement, and we went down there, and his basement was spooky anyway, it was an old basement, and I remember it had a distinct smell in that basement, and it's funny because I always kind of remember that smell, and then I think it was about two years ago, Chris was moving out, uh, and I, I just happened to be over at my dad's house visiting, and Chris is like, hey man, could you give me a hand with this couch? I said, sure, and it was in the basement, and that mm-hmm. smell, I remembered, I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't smelled this, this basement since uh, I was about five years old, but it's amazing, it, it all came back to me. Uh, but he had a little TV down there in the basement. He had a, a Nintendo, and he had Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. And he had bought, he had rented this game called Castlevania. And I don't really remember anything about it except for the fact that in the first stage, I remember the little witches. You remember the witches with their arms up? Yeah. Those ghouls that were chasing you? They scared me. It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> they did their job. They did their job. I mean, as a four-year-old, five-year-old kid, I was like, ooh, what are those things, you know? <laughs> uh so I remember only those. I don't remember anything else about the game you know, with my first experience. Um, but I do remember later on I wanted to get Castlevania 3 because I saw Good that. One. A, oh, great game. And I saw that at Blockbuster, and I remember that I judged the games by their cover sometimes. I'm sorry. But I remember the, the cover was, was it Trevor Belmont in that one? It was. It was Trevor. It was kind of the prequel. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The prequel before Castlevania. And Trevor, he's like on the, these tower steps, and there's this skeleton coming at him with a bone he's going to throw at him. And I'm like, this looks awesome. So I remember asking my dad, Dad, can I get that game? And Dad's like, oh, maybe Santa Claus will get it for you. <laughs> and and uh, so anyways, uh, I see it a couple days later. Um, it's, it's in uh, – Dad did not do a good job hiding the gift. He had it like on this little medicine cabinet that was above my reach. And I could see it clear as day. Res, uh, how about that, Resident? Castlevania <laughs> three, and it was in the box and everything. And like, Dad, I see the game. Can I can I play that now? And then I just want to play it one time, and then during you know I can give it back to you, and then I'll, I'll play it at Christmas time. And Daddy stuck to his gun. He's like, Nope. So I had to wait all. I saw it for like six months before Christmas, and then finally I got to play it. And I <laughs> I remember uh, playing the first stage, and when you kill the little dragon boss guy, and he bursts into flames. Yeah, that whale. Oh, that whale, that long, drawn-out whale just creeped me out, and I kept hearing it in my head over and over again. So those games, I don't know if they were really designed to be scary or just pay tribute to scary stuff, but, you know, they scared little, you know, five-, six-year-old me. Hey, they were good games, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, great games. That game I liked because you could play as three different characters in in the game. For the further you got, you had uh, Sypha. Sypha, Grant, and Alucard. Yeah, that's right. Sypha, Grant, and Alucard. And each one had their own kind of strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Alucard could throw the, like, the three fireballs. And he could um, fly. That's right. He could fly, couldn't he? He could turn into a bat and use harps and fly. But yeah, uh, Castlevania Three was a great game. I, that's one of my all-time favorites. And I still have the, the one that my dad got me. So I, ha- I still have my original one, too. Oh, nice. Got it at Kmart. <laughs> Hey, hey, it was was in the bargain bin? Because I remember Kmart had some sweet bargain bins. It wasn't in the bargain bin. I got it when it came out. I remember I'd done something. I think I'd made really good grades on two report cards. And I said, hey, can I get a game? And Mom and Dad were like, well, you did good on your report card. And that was that's what I got. And I never regretted it from day one. That's one of the hardest games I've ever played. Oh, gosh. 
I, you know, I thought the first one was hard, but compared to the third one, first one's nothing. Yeah, third one's rough. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I just like, um, heck, the second one, I remember playing that one, and the part that kind of gave me the creeps was um, uh, when you go out in the woods, and then, the, you know, of course, the, the screen freezes, and it says, what a horrible night for a curse. And then all of a sudden, yep. your enemies, the music changes, your enemies are stronger. And, you know, I, I remember that being kind of a nice touch. The, it's a horrible night for a curse is what me and my wife say right before it gets dark. <laughs> oh, and we're nice. and like we're out somewhere. I'm like, Ugh, it's a horrible night for a curse. What you should do is freeze and then say it, and then once you're done saying it, you move again. We've never we've <laughs> never froze. I think we need to freeze when we say it now. Right, of course. I mean that that's more realistic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, I always love that dynamic too, where you see the stage change right in front of you. You know, first it's daylight and everything. Oh, everything's happy, yeah. and then um, after that message, everything's dark and the music changes and the enemies are stronger. And then when you go back to the village, all the townspeople are now witches and villains. That's an underrated game. I don't think it gets near as much love as it should, just because it's it's so cryptic. I agree. And the translation was kind of off from what I've read about it. And yeah. It doesn't get near as much love as the other two. It was ambitious. I, I actually really like Simon's Quest a lot. And, you know, that kind of goes back to... William Culver, he was the hoser who uh, was nice enough to get that for me along uh, about a bit, I guess about a year ago. About a year ago, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I, that's another game um, kind of sentimental to me because uh, I remember my parents had just split up, and I know I talk about this in every episode. I don't know why I do, but I tie a lot of my games, my favorite games, to some of my memories that, uh, during that time, first playing them. That's okay. I think we all do. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah. Uh, right, right. I mean, well, you can't help it. I mean, I'm a biased gamer. I mean, certain games <laughs> just made an impact on my childhood. Uh, and yeah, Deadly Towers. Oh, gosh, don't even get me started. Oh, that's a scary <laughs> game. That's a scary, horrible that's, game. That's terrifying for another reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember Simon's Quest was interesting to me because my parents had just split up, and my mom was uh, dating what was then my stepdad, Randy. Uh, they eventually got married a couple months uh, later uh, after this memory, but... Uh, Randy had a roommate named Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, he had a Nintendo in his room. He's like, hey, man, I got a Nintendo. You want to play a little bit? And I was like, sure. So I was looking through his games, and he had Castlevania 2. And I'm like, what is this? I saw the cover, and I was like, this looks awesome. Yeah. And I and I put it in, and that's the first game I played at uh, my would have then become my stepdad's home, you know, Randy's home. Uh, and I'd lived there for... As a matter of fact, Jimmy's room ended up being my room later on, and we lived there for like 10, 15, well, probably about 10 years. That's the first game I played at our new home, and I, I just, that was just a cool game. I remember playing it, being, well, first of all, being really, really impressed with the cover, playing it, really having no idea what to do, but I remember, you know, what a horrible night for a curse. Oh, and I yeah. remember that part kind of giving me the creeps when I was a kid, so, you know, and to this, to, to this day, when I actually did beat it, you know, of course, I had to do a kind of with the internet age, you know, I had to yeah. research because I had no clue what you were supposed to do because I didn't have a manual. I, because uh, I, I got the cart later on in life because that was his copy. When I did beat it, I was like, you know what? I kind of like this game. It's not that bad. I mean, I understand yeah. that some of the gameplay mechanics are a little bit hard to figure out, but I like a lot of things about it. I like the the fact that you, when you went to different towns, you had to talk to different people that gave you more clues. I like the fact that you could upgrade your weapons and the hearts were yes. kind of a form of currency. And I like the fact that there was a lot of uh, variety in the game. Uh, the only bummer was the fact that Dracula was so easy to kill. Yeah. So, but other than that, it was a great game, I thought. And the music was fantastic. 
I think it should be done as a, and I may be in the minority here, but I think they should do Castlevania 1, 2, and 3 as kind of like a HD re-release pack with updated oh, graphics. That'd be awesome. And with 2, they could fix a lot of the crazy translation errors and a lot of the cryptic stuff and kind of make it a little bit more helpful to the player. I think mm-hmm. that would sell like gangbusters. Oh, me too. But, you know, Konami is getting out of the, the game business. And yeah. That's, that's a whole other argument that makes me so mad I can't see straight. That's a whole other show right there, eh? That's a, that's like five shows for me. That <laughs> makes me so mad. I don't want to get off on it. Yeah, we, we, could do, we could do just a Konami episode. I think we should and just talk about how they've kind of turned their backs on everybody. Yeah, yeah, I know. it. And Konami was such a... I mean, anything that was branded Konami back in the early 90s and late 80s was gold. Oh, yeah. And most of the Ultra games were gold. <laughs> they were, and I don't know. It makes me so mad. I know. Well, I don't want to stir you up, eh? It's okay. <laughs> Fire so, it up now, boy. So were there any other scary games that kind of stand out to you? Not really. I really didn't play a whole lot of scary games growing up. I guess probably Resident Evil, Castlevania, and Zombies Ate My Neighbors were the three big ones that stood out to me. Yeah, uh, you know, I didn't play the Silent Hill games too much later, but if I had played those during that time, they would have freaked me out. <laughs> they're a little freaky to me now. So Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like They're spooky now, so I think they were scarier in a, in a way than, than Resident Evil. They were a little bit more, less action-based and a little bit creepier. You know, the, the Silent Hill games definitely deserve a mention there. And um, Konami game right there, too. That's right. It was a Konami game, wasn't it? Yep. So no more Silent Hill. Now yeah. Konami's quit making games. That makes me sad. I know. That was such a good series. Franchise. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if this, this is probably not retro yet, but Dead Space, for an action-based game, was pretty creepy. That was a good game. I remember I watched you play through about half of that one night. Yeah. That was a pretty cool game. That first one was good. Now, the second and third one were definitely a lot more action-based, and, you know, it just it didn't seem to have the this creepy, you know, tight space, tight corner vibe that the first one did. Yeah. And I love with the first one. See, I love psychological scary stuff. In the first one... Isaac, your main protagonist in the game, he's starting to hallucinate. He's starting to see these these random images of, of his girlfriend who he came to. That was the whole point of him going to that ship was to rescue his girlfriend. And she's already dead. Oh, Ooh. spoiler alert. She's already dead. And he's seeing, like, kind of her ghost. And she's leading him throughout this, this entire thing. And so you don't really know if your character's sane or not um, throughout the entire thing. And it's just so gruesome. And I remember there's one scene... Where they're on the spaceship, and uh, this guy, this doctor, you know, there's bodies just torn apart, strewn around all all over the place, and you see this one doctor. You kind of just see like his back is facing you, and he's like rocking back and forth, like on his knees, just singing a, like a nursery or nursery rhyme. And what he's doing is, uh, you finally find out that after the song, he just kind of laughs and then bashes his head against the wall and kills himself. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, you find out he was cradling, like, a torso. Like, it didn't even have a head or arms or legs or anything. Wow. And I'm like, ugh! Freaky deaky. And then you just hear random sounds all throughout the game, you know, you know, crawling in the ceilings and the walls. You're like, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> yep. So, Dead Space definitely deserves a nod, even though it's probably not quite retro yet. But, uh, but yeah, so, I'd, I'd put the, uh, all those in, uh, you know, the scary game category. I've heard good things about that new Alien game that came out about a year ago. Oh, really? Isolation, I think, is what it's called. Oh, I've not played it, eh? Like, the whole point of the game, uh, it's a Sega game, actually. Sega made it. And, uh, like, what it is, is it's you and the alien in this big space station, 
and you don't have any weapons that can really do any damage to the alien. It can slow it down when it's chasing you, but it can't kill it. Mm. And you have to figure out how to get off the space station and trap the alien in it without being caught. And they say that there's some pretty uh, pretty intense moments when it's like looking for you and you're kind of like hid in a, like a cupboard and it's oh, like looking awesome. for you. Oh, that's that's And like cool. you see, you kind of see its feet like walk by while it's looking for you. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, the, the kind of survival horror genre kind of went away for a few years, but it's back now. Like, I think of games like Until Dawn, The Evil Within, and of course Resident Evil still, you know, strong as ever. Um, it, it's it's kind of made a resurgence. Oh, and The Walking Dead games, those are newer games that uh, um, every, deci- every decision you make determines which characters live and which ones die, and what's going to happen in the storyline. So, it's kind of made a resurgence, and I'm glad because I, that's one of my favorite genres of games. Yeah. yeah. I like I like the, the survival horror. So, Hoser, so did we get any uh, listener feedback, eh? Oh, did we get listener feedback? My All goodness, right. we got listener feedback. And I'm going to start out, we had somebody respond via Twitter. What? Really? Yep. You lying? Nah, man. Do I look like I'm lying? <laughs> man, I don't know. Okay, well, I'm not lying. I've, oh, okay. got, my, I've got my I'm not lying face on. <laughs> so, uh, this guy games, his uh, Twitter tag is at this guy games, says, hey, at RJ underscore Super Show. Strawberry Shortcake for the Atari 2600 still gives me nightmares. Ooh, I've not played that one. I've not either, but Strawberry Shortcake is... Is that, is that like a... based on the cartoon? I think so. <laughs> I like that answer, though. It may have been just such a horrible game that it scared him. <laughs> so poorly designed. E.T. could fit in that category then. Oh, yeah. So, Lana, he posted a Castlevania picture up on um, our group page. By the way, it's facebook.com slash group slash the Retro Junkies Super Show. So, he posted a picture of Castlevania, and Douglas DeLucky Jr., one of our faithful listeners, he says, hey, you stole my answer. Keep your eyes on your own paper. (laughs) (laughs) So, I take it he was a little creeped out by Castlevania back in the day. That's okay. A lot of kids were. Oh, I know I was. Our good buddy Nick DeMarco, you know, from uh, Nick Nick B's Game Vault. Uh, I got that right. Yeah, I think so, Jose. Uh, writer, singer, Renaissance man, Nick DeMarco. Hoser. I wasn't going to. I'm I sorry. I don't know. I, I was trying I to be angry. nice, and here you go, dragging people's names through the mud. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you know, I haven't had my coffee yet. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Nick DeMarco says, as much as certain games are scary all throughout, I find more uh, moments in various games scary, like the town in Threed and the boogie tent in Earthbound. I remember Threed. It was a bunch of zombies that had been taken over. Huh. I've never heard of that, that game. Taken over. You've never heard of Earthbound? Oh, oh, uh, I've never played Earthbound. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I wish I had. I've hey, get off your butt and play that. That's a good game. Man, I need to. Uh, or when or when that zombie turns around in the original Resident Evil. Still gets me chills. Yes, it does. There's also moments in Monster Party, especially at the end, that were way too scary for kids. Monster Party was a weird game. I have not played it. It was one of those early NES games, and, like, I don't know how it got over here, but, like, the Japanese version is really scary because it kind of implies that your uh, character is in not such a nice place where people go when they die. <laughs> oh, wow. And he's just a kid trying to get out. Jeez. Yeah, it... it, it it's kind of weird. It's got some weird humor. It's got, like, the singing plant from Little Shop of Horrors as a boss. And, <laughs> um, it's got a spider that you fight, and it says, I'm already dead, and it's just like a dead spider, and then it gives you the key to where you're needing to go to the next part. It, it's a little weird. I mean, you fight, like, a piece of fried shrimp. It's a boss. Oh, it's, that's, that's terrifying. That's spooky. 
But yeah, it's it, it's kind of a weird, scary top Bob game. Huh. Well, our buddy uh, Gabe uh, Van Gilder says, uh, going back to the roller rink episode, I have one more thought. Our roller rink used to ha- used to be called United States of America, which is awesome. Name, That's by the, the way. coolest name ever. It was next door to Kitty City. <laughs> I think it was called. Uh, it was a store like Toys R Us. Uh, then we used to go to Kitty City and pick up a lot of strategy guides for Final Fantasy, buy Game Boy games, and it was a good jumping point being at a roller rink. You could get your NES fix, uh, and there were lots of good times. FYI, my favorite scary game is Castlevania 3. Good choice. Yeah, that was uh, Dracula's, Dracula's Curse, eh? Was 3 Dracula's Curse? I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? I, I want to say you're right. I thought 2... I thought two was Dracula's Curse. Uh, two Simon's Quest. Look at you, man. Here, <laughs> here I am. Man. Slipping. I ain't ha- I had my biscuits and gravy like you had. Well, that's true. That's true. I'm still, I'm still gobbling on mine, eh? Oh, still gobbling. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Hoser. I'm sorry. <laughs> Our uh, friend Freddy Velasquez says, My favorite scary game to play is Demon's Crest on the SNES. I've played a little bit of that. that that's a kind of a creepy game, but it's hmm. really cool, too. I have not played it. Jeez, I, I gotta play some of these games, eh? Yeah, you need to you need to quit reading books and quit bettering yourself. You know? <laughs> read what, books, what a waste dude. of time. So our buddy uh, Douglas Delecky Jr. says, and he responded a little bit earlier. He says, for current games, I absolutely loved Until Dawn, which I've got. I've got to start playing that game again, Rob. Books. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My sister's told me it's a pretty good game. Her and her uh, roommate have it at college, and they play it a lot. Oh, well, I'm she said it was. Scare the pants off of you. I uh, probably give my wife nightmares, eh? She watches a lot of my gameplay and stuff. And I played, um, oh gosh, what was it? Um, the Evil Within, and it's pretty gruesome. And she's like, "Oh gosh, turn this off." <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for the baby, Rob. I know it's probably scaring the baby. I know. Yeah, Don't I know. scare the baby. Yeah, well, you'll have a jumpy kid. <laughs> That'd be funny, you know, like he's like kind of uh, huddled over. As soon as he hears his like, what was that noise? Yeah, what was that noise? It's just a box. <laughs> Alright, our buddy uh, Ken Kozumal. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Ken. Uh, KK for short. My favorite scary game <laughs> is I'll Bleed for the Dreamcast. I don't think I've ever played that one. I have not, but he, I think he posted a picture about it. Uh, looks looks pretty cool. Hey, I'm game. I like the Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to get it. Uh, next one, our buddy Bayou Bill. He says it's a toss-up between the Xbox version of Doom 3 and Surround Sound, which I agree, that's a creepy yeah. game in Surround Sound, or Nosferatu for the SNES, which I've not played that one. Huh. I don't think I've ever played that. I've heard of it, and I've seen uh, gameplay of it, but I've never played it myself. Yeah, seen the movie. Yeah. That was spooky. Yeah, Doom 3, man, on a Surround Sound. We I remember we played that on PC when it first came out in the mm-hmm. dark at night. Dude, that'll freak you out. Yeah, I remember when your cousin Michael first got that game. We thought we were going to be tough, and we got creeped out. <laughs> yep. All right, so we're going to... Let's just skip what I said. I was trying to get people fired up. <laughs> Anthony Pig. Uh, Anthony sent me a really cool message the other day, so thanks for that message, Anthony. I appreciate that. Wanted to get on here and thank you for it. Um, the Corpse Party games on the PSP and Vita are really creepy, especially in the dark with headphones. It sounds as though things happen- Things are happening all around you. Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with no, surround you sound. can't go wrong with that. Yep. And our buddy Ken says, also the clickers from The Last of Us. Scary as heck. <laughs> yeah, see, another one. I got the game. I haven't played it. Good grief, I, man. You've got I, some good stuff. I know. I've got gold, and I've just been sitting on the pile. I'm like Scrooge McDuck. I just swim in my games, and I don't play them. wish I could come. I'd play them. I'd give them a good haul. 
Even though I wouldn't have, I wouldn't really wouldn't have time to play them either. So I know, I know. It's, geez, and I think I don't have time now. Imagine when uh, Grayson gets here. Jeez. Uh, just strap him to you and play. He'll be asleep in the strap, and you can be playing. <laughs> That's what I thought I was gonna do. <laughs> uh, you, no. you know, you know what I'm gonna do. What are you gonna do? I, I got, I got a, a great idea that uh, my wife and I were kind of discussing this. I got a new idea for a video game series. Okay. Or I'm sorry, a, a video series. That maybe we can put it on this RSS feed, kind of like what your your sweet videos do. Oh, I don't know about how sweet they are, but oh thanks. yeah, they're awesome. They're I, I love that last one. But uh, here's what I was gonna do. It's called Gaming with Grayson. And what I do is <laughs> like I get really far in a game or something, and uh, I'm like, okay, I've gotten this far. I've got no lives left. I've got barely one health bar left. Here you go, Grayson. You got this, man. And I just give the controller to my little baby. And then we'll just like watch the enemy go by and kill me. Real I like quick. that. I like that idea. <laughs> we can do that with my kid, but she thinks everything's contra. So, Daddy, want to play contra? No, we're not playing contra, baby. No, want to play contra? No, we're not playing contra. We're playing no, Sonic contra. the Hedgehog. No contra. Well, Nick Stevens would be proud. I was say, I told her, I said, Mr. Nick would be proud of you, Lola. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that'd be a great short uh, video series right there. I think you need to do that. Gaming with babies. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that on weekends where we don't record. That sounds that'll, good. That'll be our filler material. <laughs> Everybody's getting sick of land and plays, so whatever. No way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Way. Oh, get out of here. I like the land and plays. They're awesome. Well, you're like one of the only. Oh, you get and out of you here. and Anthony. <laughs> we, yeah. Will you stop? The land and plays are awesome. No and, and Nick, Nick even likes them, even though well, he's a hoser. If they get Nick's still approval, then I'm I'm okay with it. Then that's right. It's it's uh, hoser Nick approved. If Nick says I'm cool, then I'm cool. <laughs> All right, did we get any more feedback there, Hosehead? Uh, let's see. Mike McDaniel says, Castlevania Symphony of the Night for me, but I'll give a shout-out to a little-known free indie game called Seven Days. It looks like Minecraft, but has a creepy Slenderman vibe with an amnesia feeling to it. Hmm. I, wow, I don't got to check that out. I like that. I like the Castlevania Symphony of the Night choice, though. That's a good choice. That's up there, probably top five, ten games all time for me. Oh yeah, that's. And a great I still one. haven't beat the Inverted Castle. Oh, have you not? Oh, I know. Oh. Yeah. See, that's one of the few I did beat. <laughs> I beat the I beat the normal castle, but I've not done the Inverted yet. And I've got the the goggles to where when you fight the priest dude, you can, or when you fight uh, Richter, you can kill the priest guy that's controlling him. Oh, that's awesome. Well, see, Ansel Jones, he says I enjoyed the Fear series, which I've heard is really good, but I've never tried. Behind that, uh, Donovan Duran says, "Turkey in the walls." <laughs> I just like the name of that game. I just wanted to say, "Turkey in the walls." On, Tur- turkey, on in the walls. <laughs> turkey in the walls. Turkey in the walls. Turkey in the walls. Hi ho, the Mario. The turkey's in the walls. Hey, uh, our buddy Brian Voss says, "I love Castlevania. I'm a big classic horror fan, so being able to fight to fight monsters is really cool. I can't beat the game, but it's really fun to play in the dark. Super Castlevania is fun too." I was just hyping up the the game to another guy at work last night that you could get uh, that you could get to fight old school monsters in it. So hey, there you go. Yeah. That, wow, I can't believe somebody's not played Castlevania at this point. That's a that's a famous game. That's a good one, and there are so many different incarnations of it. You got the NES, and then the remake for PlayStation, and well, they they considered Castlevania Four a remake too. Yeah, Castlevania Four for the SNES. I mean, yeah. you you don't have an excuse not to play that game. Excellent game. Let's see. Eric Taylor says, Fatal Frame. Play that in the dark at 2 a.m. Those games are kind of creepy. Ooh, I've never played those either. It's like the only thing you have is a camera to take pictures of ghosts. Huh. And you and you have to, like, run away and stuff. It 
it's like Resident Evil without any of the guns, and it's all supernatural stuff. I watched a guy play it once. It's creepy as all get out. Oh, sweet. Well, uh, Marvel Darnell Davis says Friday the 13th for the NES. You know, there's some jump scares in that game, and it's got a kind of a creepy vibe to it. Yeah. I, I never I never really hated that game. Like, I, I think... I think it's a bad rap. Yeah, it does. It's not... There are, there are flaws in it. You know, it's just like a lot of NES games. But but you can't go wrong with the intro cutscene with Jason's mask and a knife flying through his eye hole. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool opening cut or opening scene, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that happened in the movie. I don't think anyone stabbed them in the eye before. Yeah, if they did, it'd be movie over. Instead the game over, it'd be movie over. <laughs> it's a good one. And let's see. Fred Rigo. Not not Fred Rigo. Fred Space Rigo says Silent Hill. <laughs> Silent Hill. Oh, that's good. Good choice. Good choice. Heard a lot of good things. It's good. It's good series. It's good. It's a decent movie. I like the movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was okay. It was different. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the music being good. The music was good. I like the fog in the town. That was probably the coolest thing. I always say, whenever it's foggy outside, like I'm like, oh wow, it looks like Silent Hill out here. Yeah. <laughs> and then our good buddy Peter Guzman, or is it Guzman? Peter, if we, if we slogged your name, I'm sorry, Hosehead. Yeah, Rob, sorry. I did. Oh, Rob, sorry. Oh, take off. I said ah. it right. He says, play the clock tower for the SNES. I can never beat that game, and I won't try uh, again just yet. That so game's I, creepy. I've watched a playthrough of that, and I got scared watching it. Clock tower? That's the name of the game? Yep. I have not played that. It's a Japanese game. Same guys that made Fire Pro made it, Human Entertainment. And the, the story of it is like these... Four or five girls from an orphanage are taken to a uh, house for the weekend. And, like, the girls start disappearing one by one. Mm -hmm. And your uh, character, like, stuff... It's, it, it, there's a lot going on in the plot, but your character is running from a guy called Scissor Man. Oh, that's awesome. Scissor Man is a little boy, like a little man. Like He looks like a little boy. And he's got on, like, old-timey, like blue shorts and like a ruffled shirt and he walks around with this giant pair of like shears and he cuts people in half with them when he catches them oh and like your character like the whole thing is trying to keep her calm throughout the game because when she starts getting like scared she stops responding to your controls like the more scared she gets the harder she is to control until you just lose all control of her and she does whatever she wants Wow, isn't that something? That's a neat premise for a game. Yeah, that's a cool uh, gameplay mechanic right there. And so, like, you know, you'll see Scissor Man, like, jump out from something, and you have to, like, run away and hide and get your, your calm back to where you can kind of outthink him. Oh, that's awesome. Because you can never kill Scissor Man. And they made a, a remake of it for the PlayStation 1 in America, just called Clock Tower. Gosh, I, I want to play this now. I would say I would say emulated. It's scary, dude. I got scared watching the playthrough on it. Jeez. Yeah, YouTube that. Man, YouTube it when you're supposed to be reading today. YouTube that. And, <laughs> and just watch somebody play some Clock Tower. It, 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 it's a good, creepy game. Oh, man. It, it kind of reminds me a lot of the Hitchcock movie, the way that the plot goes. And there's like a bunch of multiple endings. And one of the endings, your girl like leaves everybody to die and gets in the car and drives off. And as she's driving, Scissor Man jumps up behind her with the scissors. Oh. And like you hear, ah, Oh, and she's dead. Just when you think she got away. Cut her head off, dude. Like, it show, like it shows him, like, with the scissors around her neck, get ready to close them. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Hoser, does that wrap it up for the feedback? I believe that wraps it up for the feedback, man. We have no more. All right. Well, hey, yeah, I guess that wraps it up for our show, then. 
I guess so. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a spooky one. I'm absolutely scared. I'm, I don't want to go back out now. I just want to sit in here and eat wings. And Yeah, yeah. Like, by the way, what kind did you get? I, I didn't want to even pay attention. I got the the Spooktacular Pumpkin Spice Wings. Hey, give me one of those. Hey, I just got garlic. Well, you're going to keep the vampires away, and I'm going to eat pumpkins. So well, <laughs> so either way, we're, we're set for Halloween. We, we are. I really don't want to go back out there with those zombies, though. Maybe if we give them a wing, they'll back off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope, I, I'll, I'll just shove you to them, and I'll run. No way. We'll take Stan out there. <laughs> He's one of them. We'll kind of just, he'll just be like, ah, they're all right. Yeah, they're good, guys. They're paying customers. Leave them alone. Then one of them, one of them walks up, prays, he goes, back off, Frankie. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, well, listeners, on that note, uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to check us out, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Show. We have a, a website. It's theretrojunkies.com where you can check out all the other retro podcasts that uh, are part of the retro family that we have. Yeah, we're also on Twitter at RJ underscore Super Show, or you can check out our public Twitter page, which is Retro underscore Junkies, or you can send us an email at theretrojunkiesupershow at gmail.com. So, one more and we get to give the game away. That's exactly right. Yeah, please send us an email, eh? Uh, you'll be the 10th the one, and we'll do our game giveaway. So, so Hoser? Yes, sir. It was a blast to talk to you. It was a blast to spend yeah. Halloween with you. And uh, I, I hope uh, you don't get eaten by a zombie, eh? Uh, I'm not going to get eaten by a zombie. You Well, are. you will. I'll throw them to you. You're going to get it. Whatever. Faith no way, I'm not. Faith the slow ones, and I'm way faster. <laughs> well, you do have a longer stride. I do. <laughs> all right, listeners. Well, uh, we wish you all a good day and good gaming. All right, guys. See you later. And a happy Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>